Hey everybody, welcome to episode 44 of the GPG cast, the big 4-4. I don't even know how it's already been 44 episodes in. Wow. Uh, I am, of course, your host for today, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friends and GBG co-founders, Derek Bittner and Steve Bowling, as well as our incredible art director, Daniel Alba. How's it going, guys? Hello. Oh, if, uh, <laughs> I feel like we always do this. It, oh, it's been a week. So I mean, <laughs> it has, you know what, I usually say it's been a week, but I don't really get too specific. It has been a week because right. uh, smack dab on Tuesday, I'll put this out there, poor Amy, um massively hurt her back uh, uh just yeah. ba- just riddled wow. with pain for most of the week is finally on the mend today where she's still hurting but able to actually move and walk properly instead of like she was doing like this ape crawl <laughs> that was actually the only way she could comfortably move it was uh pretty ridiculous um so it's been a lot on me to take care of you know four kids uh <laughs> partner in rough shape uh Thank God for a direct, put it that, that way. <laughs> that definitely uh, made for made sure. it a lot more fun, and that is uh, obviously the linchpin of what of most of what we'll be talking about today. Uh, but we will get to that. Uh, of course, we do have to always begin our episode by shouting out our incredible sponsor, the Game Orb. The Game Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage for the Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X gaming systems. While games like Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu can be seen on the channel, along with others, the Game Orb will also now be adding Splatoon 3, Super Mario Sunshine, and Fall Guys to the gaming collection. So be sure to subscribe to the Game Orb at the link in the description. And as always, I have already pinned a link to their channel in our YouTube chat. So please do go show them some love. If you love what we do, they have been supporting us from the very beginning. So please go pay it forward, check out their content, and subscribe to their channel. Thank you so much, The Game Orb. Uh, also, speaking of people we love and appreciate, our very own Brandon Miracle's birthday is on Sunday. Ooh. So he's not here with us today, unfortunately. I think he's busy with work, but uh, happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, our, yeah. I said my friend, but our friend. Uh, we love you, man. Yeah. We wish you could oh, be the, here. How dare you claim him? I know, right? How dare you? <laughs> Yes, it is his birthday on Sunday. Oh, go ahead, Danny. I believe Brandon will be streaming on Sunday as well. So if you want to go and wish him a happy birthday while he's mostly likely going to be streaming Monster Hunter. uh, Of course he is. So if you want to go say hi to him on our official Twitch at uh, or yes. Twitch at official GBG, please do so while he's streaming. He'll, be, he'll probably be streaming for many hours. <laughs> and I'll be mentioning this in the outro as well, but this is a good reminder to definitely go check out Brandon and Daniel over on our Twitch channel. As uh, Daniel just said, twitch.tv slash official GBG. They are always killing it with Good Vibes Arcade. I occasionally stream over on our Twitch as well, but they are doing wonders over on our Twitch channel, and you should definitely oh, thank you. come out with them. Uh, one more birthday to shout out, our patron and good friend, Moon Rhoda, uh, whose birthday is on Valentine's Day. So happy Ooh, almost man. birthday, yeah. uh, February 14th, Moon Rhoda. And thank yeah. you very much for happy being birthday. here and hanging out. Uh, one more shout out, our uh, our good friend, Lon Lon, who has contributed plenty of amazing art assets to our channel. Uh, they have launched a GoFundMe for, uh, for college, for their first year of college. They're trying to get to their college and, and pay for their first year and are looking for any help they can get. I can already see from their GoFundMe page that a few of you have already donated and we can't say thank you enough. Uh, he's done incredible work for us. We love him. We want to see him thrive and succeed. So uh, I did go ahead and paste the link to Lon Lon's GoFundMe in the description of the video. So if you can contribute, please do. Any amount would make all the difference. But even if you can't, if you can just share it among your friends, peers, whatever, Every little bit helps. So, uh, yeah, all the best to Lon Lon as he uh, enters into his first year of college and hopefully gets the resources he needs to do that. 
So yeah. Um, and speaking of resources, y'all are always so kind and and giving because we already have some super chats. So uh, Jaden Buck started us off uh, yet again with $5 with a crazy question Friday, crazy question number 70. Thank you so much, Jaden. What do you think is the most boring thing to gamble for? Answers can be unrealistic if you want. This feels like a quick last uh, question. Yeah. Yeah. Not money. That's all you not, get. Yeah, from me. definitely. Not not money and not my not lives. No uh, money, no lives. I, I think lives would really be the just opposite candy because what you did as a kid, like it's who cares? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Candy? Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, um, technically, we're all children of the nineties, I I think. Uh did anybody actually gamble pogs? Yes, yes I played I did pogs. Like pogs. I played pogs to death as a kid, and I I played like the real games where yeah, if you lose, I, I, you lose I couldn't your pogs. do that. Uh, <laughs> had a whole canister full of them. Yeah, <laughs> I had a whole binder of them, and I still, I still have some. somewhere. I still do, and, and somewhere in in my storage right, in that y'all binder. Y'all keep reading. I'll be right back. The oh, okay, pogs. it's oh, those um, Nintendo Power oh, uh, Mega Man X Pogs, like the Nintendo Power back in oh, those days. Hey, they had, had Pogs. Oh, really? They did. I, that must have been before I subscribed yeah. to Nintendo Power. Then, yeah, there, there is a set of Mega Man X Pogs included in some issue of Nintendo Power, and I still have those somewhere. And it's <laughs> uh, I loved Pogs as a kid. I I didn't get as into it, but I remember them being around. Like I think I had one container that actually had some in it i was more into the pokemon trading card game fair enough i guess i'll go with like baseball cards because like i i never bottle caps i know like some yeah. people collect baseball cards some people collect bottle caps i never cared about either one so that's my answer Jaden. Yeah. all right next up we've got ten dollars from p sharp thank you very much hey guys thanks for the show as always what are other nintendo games you'd like to see get a remaster gamecube Wii, whatever y'all know my answer already kid icarus uprising Done. Yeah, that's Done. a good one. Um, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. Would love to see that. If we're not going to get a new Rhythm Heaven game, would love to see that ported to the Switch. What about you guys? There's so many GameCube uh, titles I'd like to see from like yeah. Kirby Air Ride, uh, Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door, uh, uh, Path the, of Radiance. Yeah, if I, Down Off the Line just mentioned it any, as well. Skies of Arcadia yeah. Legends. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, and, and uh, Max yeah, is only on our YouTube chat mentioned Skies of Arcadia as well. Good one. Uh, next up is Blindman V. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Aram Aramis Baramis with $50. Thank you so much. You Goodness. are always so, what so streak. incredibly kind. Thank you. Oh my God. Um, hey, GBG crew, here's to another great cast. With many remakes and remasters announced, is there a game you think should absolutely get remade but never will due to complications? Games that help shape their genre but now languish in inaccessibility. Ooh. Hmm. Um, shape the genre but are in inaccessible. I would have said GoldenEye until recently. I mean, it didn't get remade. It got ported. And it's a shame we'll never see that remake that we know exists actually officially released. This um, one's easy for me. Fantasy Star Online ah, version good 1. one. Good oh, one. there you go. Hmm. Oh, and I was looking for these. <laughs> oh, you found them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. Power Rangers. Nice. Yep. I... What a collection, awesome right? If I didn't have to go digging way too deeply into my closet, such that it would take me the whole running time of the episode to find them, I would go grab mine as well. But I, I don't. I definitely know. don't have mine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Fantasy Star Online—that's a good one. I, uh, I like I said, I would have said Goldeneye until recently, but it's not inaccessible anymore. So I don't know if I have another one beyond that at the moment. You guys got any others? 
I, I don't know about shaping a genre, but something that I wish I would see is in its format, um, the Four Swords Adventures for on the game. Oh game. yes, I yeah. I don't know how I don't know how we would implement that in today's like like shape of you know how how we connect with our consoles and online and such. We need five screens so to do a complete playthrough. So. I, mean, I, I yeah, guess I, I could just reuse this answer for this because it does apply. Chrono Trigger. It is a genre-defining RPG, yeah, and it is but... not playable on current platforms. It's not quite the same well, as... Well, PC is. Well, sorry, current and mobile is what I meant. Current oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I meant. Um, but, uh, yeah. Honestly, maybe it's because of what I've been researching, but honestly, I, I really feel like... The... <laughs> We are missing out not having the PS2 version of Tales of Destiny from all my research. Mm. Holy crap. We are, and I just thought of one. The first three Silent Hill games. Amazing. Those are uh, incredible yeah. genre-defining horror games, and they are not really accessible on modern platforms. So I'm going to go with Silent Hill. There Absolutely. You uh, thank you so much, Aramis. Next up is yeah. $2 from Blindman V2. Thank you so much, Blindman. Hey, GBG, what do you think is a good lesson in games? Uh, like man, like, like educational, like moral, game, like what kind of lesson are we talking about? Power of friendship. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to a, a good lesson in games. Um, uh, that you that you have to be willing to jack into someone's squirrel if that's what it takes. I learned that from Mega Man Battle Network Four. I like it. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. There we go. Yeah. Sorry, I can't think of anything. That's the best I could come up with on the moment. Uh, next up is RecBCQ with $5. Thank you very much. To mix things up, what games would you want to see demade? More or less just to see what they would be like. We actually answered a question like this as a patron topic last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not sure if I can think of anything else other than I, the answers we already came up with for that. Yeah, I'll just uh, reiterate mine. It was Splatoon. I'd like to see Splatoon which is such a on good the one. N64. Yeah. Yeah. What was mine? I can't remember. <laughs> I, can't. I can't remember life, mine either. Life, I'm, I'm life comes at you too hard and fast, man. I can't remember. I'm looking at it. Sorry, oh, yeah. Rick. Thank you very much. I, I, if I could remember later in the show, I will come watch back. Watch last week's episode. Know. Watch, yeah. <laughs> de definitely watch the end of last week's episode and, and that uh, the patron topic section for sure. Uh, next up is $19.99 from Claxon. Thank you so much for your generosity. Been a while since I've made it to a GBG cast. Unfortunately, my granny passed away on the second of this month on her birthday. Mm. This just after attending a funeral for a friend's brother who had muscular dystrophy and was only 17. Oh, well, Claxton, seriously, we're so sorry for your loss um, yeah. and, and for your friend's brother. I, I can't even imagine what that must be like. So have all of our love, all of our good vibes, and we're so sorry for your loss. Genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Rough. Uh, and then actually with one more super chat from Claxon for $4.99. Thank you very much. That being said, thanks for always being a bright spot and hoping for the best for all of you. Well, thank you for hanging out with us and we yeah. hope we can just add a little light and goodness into your life. And we love having you in our audience. So thank you very much, Claxon. And, uh, I would, uh, I'll read out some more super chats later on, but I want to go ahead and move on to the news and really what that we have a couple light news things to talk about, but really uh, we're we're kind of skipping over the what we've been playing section today because I think we can all agree that what we've been playing is stuff from the direct. There were lots of demos, an incredible shadow drop, and so I think let's just go ahead and start talking about the direct, what we've been playing, how we're feeling about it two days on. And uh, Daniel, it's been a little while since you've been able to be on with us, man. So let's start with you. Have you uh, played Metroid Prime Remastered, for example, or one of the many demos? How are you feeling about things? 
Oh yeah, it is direct season, and we're all feeling it in one way. Oh yeah, I oh yeah, dip, dipping my hands into a bunch of stuff that was been released. I play a little bit of uh, Super Mario Land on the Game Boy, mm -hmm. uh, just a little bit of the e-reader, e e the e-world courses in Mario Bros. Three, which is I'm that's fantastic that we have that at all. Um, the the DLC for Fire Emblem, of course, I did a couple of those maps. Hector, Soren, so good to have them back. Uh, in some shape or form, so they, they've been really great to see their interactions with characters. Uh, mostly been playing though, uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. That game, I, how did they, how? The, the, right? Look at it. It's <laughs> weird because when you look at Metroid Prime on the GameCube, and I think to myself, like, wh how I remember the game being, look, you remember it, it looks a lot better in your head, and then when I, when I look at Remastered, it's like, oh, this is what I remember, but no, there's a huge difference between the right. graphical fidelity of these two, and it's it's some kind of black magic. I don't know what they did, but it's amazing. I've gotten as far as getting the ice beam, and um, yeah, I'm just making my way towards, I think, the phase on mines next, and there's just so much about this that makes me happy. It's really nice to see uh, at least some word on Prime, whether it's, you know, not, not Prime 4, but you still know that they're still working on this, and now you have an idea of kind of what we're expecting with Prime 4, because there's a lot of little improvements here as well. Like uh, accessibility is, is a major one. So many different controls, so many different play controls with gyro and, and classic play, and even like um, color accessibility. That was really cool to see too. It's, it's just nice. a really an amazing, one of the best remasters I probably have ever played. <laughs> honestly, it's really really impressive. And uh, Steve, I know you're just just chomping oh, yeah. at the bit to talk about it as well. But first, explain to me uh, your your secrets, because you said you're almost at the phase on mines, Daniel. Steve, you just got done telling me before the show that you're already at the Fendrana uh, Drifts. I'm barely past Frigate, Frigate Orphean. How, like, the the intro of the game, how are you guys doing this? How I'm, how do you do it? I'm an old hat at this game. This is one of my favorite. This is my first Metroid really? game, I actually. love Metroid Prime. But I really? just, That's ah. a dang good one to start with. It is. It yeah, is. I, yeah. I started I, my first console essentially was the Nintendo 64, which famously had no Metroid game on it. So when uh -huh. Nintendo came around, that was the that was when I decided. Funny because like I had my my old GameCube, and I don't know what happened, but it like kind of just died. It, the, the the little sensor oh, couldn't no. read anymore, and so I was very generously bought another one entirely. It came bundled with Metroid Prime. It was a platinum GameCube, and that's how I got into the series. And I have been uh, a super huge fan of Metroid Prime ever since. I, I love that game to death. And what they've done here, they really did it justice. It's, 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 how do you call it a remaster? It's a whole remake. Every single it's texture you see, it's all been redone. It, it's incredible. Steve, I'm pretty sure you, you agree with, with a lot of this. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're um, I've, I've played a bit, not as much as Daniel, but I'm, I'm closing in. Um, I, I agree. This is like a remaster in in name only really like i'm, I'm kind of shocked mm -hmm. they didn't call it a remake because like daniel said when you when you play it you're like oh yeah this is what i remember especially the one thing i will say that definitely didn't get changed is the animations like you can they're very early 2000s character sure. animations like mm -hmm. you see samus like run in a room and they do that thing from the early 2000s where people can't be still they have to like be heaving or moving somehow uh -huh. to indicate oh, yeah. That, yeah. that the game's like going yeah samus has that very like hmm, hmm. and i'm like uh -huh. i remember that uh the the one that i find hilarious because it's an hd and it's not something i thought about yet every time they do a cutscene where she goes into the morph ball 
it's hilarious to look at. Like mm. she flips in place at like an insane velocity, and then the morph yeah. ball closes. Around. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I didn't think about it back in the day, but that is hilarious to watch happen. Uh, like it looks like a joke when you see it, but mm. I mean, the game, like, like Daniel said. I couldn't point out the differences other than like, oh yeah, the lighting looks way better. It's way sharper. But then when you see people post side-by-sides, you're like, holy hell, the amount of work they did on this. Mm-hmm. This is like, you know, clearly not ground up, but as close as you can get to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw someone, I want to say it was Oatmeal Dome on Twitter saying that they took the source code for Metroid Prime and like ported it to the current version of the engine that Retro uses cuz apparently Retro still uses the same engine they used for Metroid oh, wow. Prime even now. Uh so that was really cool to hear about, but yeah, it it's it is such a nostalgia trip to play that game. And like Daniel said, the controls are so much better now. Like you can you can have like any combination of control schemes. Yeah. Uh I settled on dual stick. Like I really the gyro was making me a little crazy because, like, having gyro on all the time, like, any little movement of my hand would send Samus's visor moving up and down. I was like, I, I think I'm going to be sick. I have My hands are not still enough for this. But uh, So I have not played yet because I'm waiting on physical. Right. Um, but how do you, with dual stick uh, option, Steve, how do you change your visor? Uh, you use the D-pad. So yeah. it's like the oh, the visor. Then what is about the to... uh, gut, the uh, beams then in that case? Because I, I forgot down, which one was right? on the right. I think it's you... up and down for beams and left and right for visors. Is that, you hold, is that right? You actually hold the X button and then oh, now the control pad okay. will, will control the beams instead. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I was gonna say I don't have another beam yet, so. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you know. Similarly to you, Steve, I was like, during the direct, I was like, oh, please have uh, gyro controls. Please have gyro. And it does. And I was very happy about that. And I love the Wii versions of of the Prime series because I love the motion controls. Mm -hmm. And so when I started playing Remastered, I'm like, oh, definitely gyro, no doubt. But after playing with it a little bit, I actually agree with you. For some reason, it felt better on the Wii than it does here. And I'm actually going dual stick now. I decided, you know what? No gyro, I think. I'm going to stick with dual stick. And I've been enjoying that more, much to my own surprise. I think yeah, it's it's the set's uh, proximity with the infrared that makes it feel so good. But when right. you have gyro, it easily desyncs, and so it doesn't feel the yep. same. I was yeah. swapping events. I was swapping so many different control styles from the, in the first hour. I was just like, I don't know which one I want to use. But yeah, yeah, using dual stick with gyro, and then just adjusting the sensitivity because you can adjust the X Y sensitivity so so granularly to make it work just as the way you need it to. It's it feels really good, and there's a play control for everyone. Um, with the amount of options they have. I might need to go back and adjust the sensitivity because I think I still want to use gyro. I think I just didn't quite feel what I remembered, uh, like what I remember from the Wii versions, which makes sense because the Switch doesn't have a sensor bar. It's different tech. So I think I just need to, to futz with it mm-hmm. a little bit, but that's just one more reason I can't wait to go back. And like you guys said, it looks so good. I, I, I like it's it's As you said, Daniel, it looks like what you think it, you remember it looking like. But when you actually look at it side by side, the difference is just wow <laughs> and uh i had forgotten for some reason just how badass the menu music is when i i had my headphones oh, yeah. on i was using pulse headphones and i started playing and i was just gonna go ahead and start and i just sat on the title screen for like 10 minutes like damn well, this that's why i haven't cool. gotten past the yeah you know. <laughs> but i mean oh, talk about a song that like primes you for the game you're about to experience right oh, i it's see just, what you did there right but it just gets you feeling pumped up like oh hell yeah I, it's such a good menu theme 
Um, but uh, that, that offline line uh, asked if anybody's using the GameCube controls, which I did see somebody on Twitter uh, use like using mm-hmm. the GameCube. I saw that. You can too. hook up the GameCube and use that. Use straight go straight up old school. It's just so cool. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I almost missed this, but our patron Sky Blue Flame celebrated their birthday on the fifth, February fifth. So happy belated birthday! Yeah, happy birthday! Yeah, yeah. Yee, happy birthday! So Metroid Prime Remastered was not the only thing, far from the only thing that uh, was announced or dropped during this direct. Still can't believe that was Shadow Drop, but we also got like a billion demos. We got Sea of Stars, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, and uh, Octopath Traveler Two, which is also available on PS4. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I did just finish the Sea of Stars demo last night, and it, it was both not quite what I expected, but st- I still really liked it as much as I pretty much figured I would. Have you guys had a chance to try that yet? I have not. Okay. Not I, I have not because uh, Amy wanted to react to the direct for her channel, but with her a- injury, she wasn't able to, so she finally did it just a, a, earlier today. So now I actually have the time to check out those demos because I don't want to spoil her. Right, right. Genuine reactions. So I've been chomping at the bit to like try those demos, try uh, the Game Boy. (laughs) I'm like, I want to play, but I can't. Oh, man, you're a better man than me. I'd be like, listen, I'm going to hold myself up in my room and you can't move anyway. So I'm just going (laughs) to. Yeah. Yeah. But then I got this, uh, you know, two year old crawling all over me. Right. He's not going to tell her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your secret's safe with him. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think you guys will quite enjoy Sea of Stars when you get to it. It definitely, you can you can feel those Chrono Trigger and Illusion of Gaia and like that era of SNES RPG inspiration. Oh, yeah. And uh, the pixel animation's gorgeous. The the music's a lot of fun. It's just, it has that, that presentational element that you're looking for from that era of Super Nintendo games. And uh, I can't wait to play more of it. Um, Octopath is also an interesting... Uh, subject because the the demo is also on ps4 as i mentioned and it's so much nicer there it runs at 60 fps it looks nicer higher resolution and you know i'm used to playing and seeing octopath one on switch and it looked great there but i think if and when i do get around to octopath 2 it's gonna have to be the the playstation version for me have you guys seen any any of that yet no, uh, I, haven't. I, no, I haven't. Really. The Octopath One demo lost me, and so I just sure. kind of—I was like, "Yeah, there's another RPG. I don't have a hundred hours for." Fair. I totally I, get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited for Octopath, but as we've mentioned before, theater rhythm is theater. Yeah, capturing the, my heart because I'm playing it earlier. And Octopath, I want to see reviews for Octopath. I'll be honest, because I want to yeah. see how much the characters come together this time. Please don't have one of those stupid ass bosses and oh, i think you're yeah. I, I like you ash i'm also concerned about the grinding i need there to be less grinding for me to jump in to jump into octopath and really square enix are just shooting themselves in the foot here because i you know i would like to play both but like you derek if it's a week apart and it's theater rhythm or octopath it's theater rhythm all day baby all day i don't mm-hmm. even have to think about it and i really do want to play octopath but i just yeah i i need to know there's less grinding uh, the encounter rate got to be a little bit too much, and as you said, that po- that post game true final boss, true that was. And I know, I know the coverage you did for it for for uh, you know back at the old channel, and it was so grindy, unbelievable. I couldn't grindy. do it. I, yeah. I I couldn't do it. I finally beat the first form, and all of a sudden here's the second form. I'm like, oh, screw this. Right. <laughs> After fighting through the, that gauntlet four times, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I can't, I can't. I'm, yeah. I'm scarred by that. I do know that you can speed up battles up to double speed this time around, which will help, uh, certainly. But I, I would still prefer either an adjustable difficulty or just less grinding required. 
in general. But I will say, seeing Octopath at 60 FPS on PS4 looks or 5 looks amazing, and that soundtrack is going to hit so hard. No surprise there. Um, but I guess that brings us to the last demo that was released during the Direct Kirby. Has anybody gotten to check that out? I no, have but... consciously decided not to. Uh, okay. my, my kids aren't home this week, and I feel like that is a game that I'd want to play with them. So mm -hmm. when they come home on Monday, I'll probably force them to play that with me. <laughs> I'll be like, come on, dad <laughs> wants to play Kirby. Let's go. <laughs> nice. I, ch I checked out a little bit of it. I haven't played the whole demo, but it, it looks and plays exactly as you'd expect. If you've played yeah. Return to Dreamland and you've seen the trailers, it's got that bright, you know, really pop popping new art style, but it still plays exactly as you'd expect. So nothing really surprising there, but I figured I'd bring it up since it is one of the many things that was released during this direct. Uh, which I guess leads me to Game Boy Virtual Console, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. I have played a little bit of both, and I am really impressed by the emulation quality here. And especially for the Game Boy stuff, I love that you have the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Pocket, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, filters. Mm -hmm. And it's it, it's great. I played a little of uh, Mario Land 2 myself, and I'm like, and Link's Awakening, and I'm like, yeah, this feels right. And it, <laughs> it's just so great to revisit these games. It really I is. Mean, the the thing here is like realizing the potential for a lot of things like um we can get donkey kong land on there yes. now because we have all the other donkey kongs and trust me land is different land two and three not so much but land is is a different experience and you'll be able to actually see donkey kong 94 as uh, down yes. line mentions um the the there is no way we're not having connectivity with pokemon stadium which has already been announced. there's no way yeah. that's that's going to happen it is 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 a is a sure thing i saw earlier somebody in the uh youtube chat mentioned that code for the fusion suit was found in Ooh. prime remastered so when fusion comes it might unlock in prime remastered if you that's have, pretty if, cool if, so. if you have that if they if they do that sort of thing and then there was the thing that i didn't even think of that would be like the topper for, for doing this mother three don't, this don't. is the best. This is this is the You're best chance for no! them to do it. <laughs> You're Nintendo right. Rate You're right. Thing, you know, you know, have some sort of thing. I, I doubt it. It might not happen, but it's the best chance they have. It is. And, it that is. Way, and the NSO would at that point have all three Earthbound games. That's true. And I mean, it, yeah, it, it may at least come to the Japanese version of the app, and true. that would you know probably be more likely in my opinion and mm, i don't know yeah. man we got no. star fox too you know that's true yeah i the, the thing i think well, that, that's not the game well, i mean we'll, we'll never know for sure but but at least in my estimation because i have played mother 3 the thing that probably stopped in a way from releasing it was there are certain thematic elements in it that really don't land very well regardless of which side of the aisle you land on and i don't do know the that they want to that a lot of co cartoons that had World War II era, era right. uh, stuff just have announcements. Like, this has unfortunate depictions of a people, and it does not reflect our uh, our, our thoughts today. And, um, you know, apologies, but here we are, here we are pre presenting. I think a that... disclaimer like that would go a long way and allow you to do it. Would Nintendo the, do it? The Yeah, see, the issue I have with that is that... And, I think that it becomes a little stickier when you're talking about 
working with a Japanese company where I feel like people on that side of things may take offense to the fact that you're putting that on their work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot, and all that stuff still has to get cleared through NCL. Like Nintendo of America still has to say, Hey, we want to say that some of the stuff you wrote is really offensive in this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, do you guys approve of us saying you did offensive things? And yeah. so part of me thinks that NCL might mm-hmm. just scuttle it entirely, but I feel like that is the game. Like if you want to do the thing you did with NSO for Super Nintendo, Mother 3 is the game you do it with, where you're like, hey, true. big game that never came out, that everyone wants, that everyone knows exists. It, it has to be Mother 3. I can't think of another example that I know of, because um, anything else yeah. like, didn't really ever get finished, like the Metroid Dread prototype, which I'm sure they made some significant inroads developing it, but obviously not... You know, it's not a finished game like Star Fox 2 or Mother 3. So I think Mother 3 is really your only option to give one of those weird, like, rare, holy grail type of games. Uh, I I do agree with you, though, Ash. Like, mm-hmm. 100% chance it's coming to the Japanese service. 100%. Yeah, yeah I think so. Mm-hmm. And that would be, you know, yes. kind of a cool kind of a cool way to play it still if, you're, if you either can read Japanese or you're using a guide to kind of push yourself through the game. That, you know, that would be actually pretty cool still in its own way. Um, you know, I'd love to still see it released as, you know, in, officially in the West, but I just, even though they could put a disclaimer, I agree with you, Steve, as to why they might not want to do that. And even if they did, even if they, I mean, like, what's the return they're really getting? We love Mother, but we're a very specific subset of hardcore True. Nintendo fans. The, like, what's the what's the total return they're really going to get on doing that versus the backlash they could potentially receive? True. That's a good question. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Uh, the other uh, thing that they could put out on the GBA that does not really require much to, um, translation, they can put, start putting some Starfy games on there. Oh, yes. Oh, I would love cool. that. Yeah. Or four Starfy games we never got. And why not? I'm, I'm looking through like Game Boy Advance games that never released in the West. We can get Alpha Dreams Tomato Adventure. I, I, if they just get little translations in there, uh, they could have that. Uh, we could have, uh, we can get the original Rhythm Tengoku. Yes, Ash. please. Yep. And Daniel and I, we could get Fire Emblem Binding Blade. That's the thing. Like, yeah. We didn't get, we didn't get Genealogy of the Holy War when Super Nintendo or Super Famicom had it because it's yeah. on the Japanese account for that. They just have to translate it. Also, a game with some uh, some dark themes to it. What, what do you know? But yeah, uh, the Binding Blade, kind of kind of a, a rougher game. It definitely was like the first foray into the GBA titles, and we got the much better Blazing Blade. But I was still people would still love to see Roy's game. We still don't have his game. He's been out in so many different other properties on Nintendo platforms, mm-hmm. but we don't have his actual title. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just a matter of translation at this point. You know, do you think it's worth going True. through? I would love and to see it, it would be kind of cool to see, you know, because we're probably not going to get a like a new rhythm heaven game for Switch. I just I want to I want to believe, but I, I kind of don't at this point. But it would be cool to see Nintendo pull a Star Fox 2 with that, at least, because that would require minimal translation work. And, you know, so just to have them kind of push or, or sneak rhythm heaven, the original rhythm heaven onto GBA uh, virtual cons or sorry, uh, NSO. Mm-hmm as a translated version of that game or localized version of that game, I think it would be kind of cool, actually. Uh, will it happen? Probably not. But, 
yeah, there are so, so many games, as you guys just mentioned, that uh, would be really neat to see as part of the service. Uh, no surprise to any of you, but I am crossing my fingers for at least Mega Man 5. A lot of people haven't played oh, the Game yeah. Boy Mega Man games, and straight up, any fan will tell you, Mega Man 5 for Game Boy is one of the best Mega Man games in the entire franchise, regardless wow. of the series you're talking about. Yeah, uh, really, really good so, things. I would say 3, 4, and 5, honestly, and especially 4 and 5 uh, are, are all excellent Mega Man games. And 5, in particular, has Game Boy Color support. So it's so right for inclusion on this service. And hey, we did get another rare Mega Man game in, on NSO in the form of the Wily Wars for Genesis. So I feel like mm -hmm. it's possible. Who knows? But I feel like Maybe. it's possible that we'll at least get five. I'm not expecting all five of them, but at least five would be really it'd, nice. It'd be kind of cool if we got Sonic Advance on this because we ne that, that yeah. never came to the Wii U. Yes. That's true. Like that. Yeah, that all all three Sonic Advance games. And yes, Alpha Line, you're right. Uh, in our live audience chat, uh, all five Mega Man games are on the 3DS Virtual Console, including uh, Mega Man Extreme 1 and 2. So oh. maybe they'll all get added one day. We'll, I, we'll see. I kind of beat him to the punch, but Ryan just with a $4.99 uh, Super Chat saying, think uh, advanced, the Sonic Advance games and Sonic Battle Battle. I forgot about Sonic Battle could yeah. come to the NSL. It's a right, is it, it's a rights thing, I think, isn't it? Where it, it was, because they, they were published by THQ in the West? Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. they were. I right. think that's what makes them tricky, but I I feel like they would still go for it, you know, mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah. Like, because I don't know what that license means at this point. I don't think, I mean, I would think of revert back to, you know, Sega because THQ's dead. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I would love to see those. It, Sonic Battle was cool. It was more of a curiosity than anything, but it was cool. Uh, but I would really like to see the three Sonic Advance games get added because mm -hmm. those are excellent games in their own well, right, especially two. Well, the nice thing about Sonic Battle is that you could probably more easily battle. Do multiplayer. <laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah. yeah, you could actually play the multiplayer as it was intended. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, we could talk about Game Boy games we want to see come to right. the service all day. Uh, there is a lot more that happened in this direct. Um, one, and there's so many surprises. Samba de Amigos coming back out of yes. nowhere. We're getting that. <laughs> Uh, level five came to play with a new fantasy life and a new Professor Layton game. game hard. And like, an original what? game that looks pretty damn good. Yeah, and an original game. Yeah. Um, we got a, a super cool surprise in Yoshi's Island coming to Wave 4 of the Mario Kart Booster Pass. Uh, in addition to Birdo as a new character and uh, potentially other new characters. We'll talk about that a little later. Um, but yeah, even uh, Mega Man Battle Network Lexi Collection got a little shout out, which is cool. And then uh, one I know you want to talk about really quick, Derek. Ghost Trick is coming oh, to the Switch. Oh have goodness. have, please tell me all of you have played Ghost Trick. I have, I have not. not, and I can't no. wait. <laughs> okay, <laughs> can't poor Derek. Wait. We let him do. I, I, as Daniel will say, we can't say anything about mm. what the game is actually really gets into, other than just you're a guy trying to solve your own murder, and you can possess things in order to cause effects. Right. Um, but it is one of the best plots. It's ever put together, done by the uh, Ace, you know, Ace Attorney writer. Shoot, talking to me, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, best dog in a video game, Ash. Easily. Right. I know. I, I keep hearing about. Yeah. It, it's. It is. Missile, right? Yes, missile. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> this I, is. Yeah. This is an instant buy. You do not want to miss it. It is one of my biggest regrets that I rented the only rented the game and played it and never bought it. And I've been mm -hmm. itching to replay this game for a long time especially to show Amy, because it's just that good. You will get so invested in this game much more than you would ever think. 
No, I, I'm I'm not even. You don't even have to like convince me. The only reason I haven't played it, literally, the only reason is because, as you guys know, I play the Age of Turning games with my wife, and that's the same reason I haven't played four, five, and six yet. Is because I want to play them with her on a console, you know, TV friendly format. So Ghost Trick, I told her about it long time ago, like as a game that we should play together if it ever comes to consoles, and it finally is. So I we watched the re, we rewatched the direct together uh, the other night, and when that came up, I was like, yeah, remember this let's finally play it and she's like yeah let's do it i'm so excited mm -hmm. so many good ds games that i'm glad they're coming more and more to the switch they deserve it yeah absolutely yeah. uh something else i was pleasantly surprised by personally was pikmin 4. uh i've gone on the record uh -oh. many times saying i'm not a pikmin guy really it's just not my jam and that may not necessarily change in a holistic sense, but I'm really liking what I saw or what we saw at Pikmin 4 with the new camera angle, stuff like the ice Pikmin. That's why I snuck an ice Pikmin onto the thumb today. Um, I'm This might actually be like the first Pikmin game I go out of my way to play, assuming I have time. Oh, it looks so yeah. good. Yeah. Just and look, there's a dog, another, too. Another game that has a dog in it. Yeah. And <laughs> they already add so much. You can, like attack with them you can ride them across water there's you can freeze the water with ice pikmin there's a lot of mechanics that they're already adding on there i'm just like and the little ice pikmin they're little snowmen they're so cool i love it mm -hmm. so it, it's so cool. i've still and, only ever played the first one but i'm this looks neat i i really do want to play the other ones so mm. this is a good chance uh real, real quick just because it is kind of match up with it uh with what we're we were talking about vedron with two dollars saying put astro boy and mega factor on gb gb yes. nso yes Basically a Mega Man game. Get it. Oh, I know. No, I've, I've <laughs> heard by such treasure. good things about it. I'd love to play it. I've heard really good things about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the one other thing, I, I won't go too far into this because it goes into spoilers, but if you played Xenoblade 3 or 3, you know why we're all excited oh, for that DLC, the Wave 4 tease. I, I'm oh not my even God. finished in a Blade, yes. and I, I, that's all that matters. It's like... <laughs> yeah. You need to well, once you finish it, Derek. Really explain much more before until you yeah. finish that campaign. Yeah. <laughs> once you finish it, Derek, we should do whoever wants to should do a discussion about speculating about the DLC, what it all means. But you know, oh, yeah. we can't really do that until you finish it. Right. Yeah. I I am at the I, I'm was really hoping that the second wave would come out while I was still playing, so I could just integrate that hero right into my mm -hmm. gameplay like I did. I know, and. Mm -hmm. I get to do that, so I'm very happy. Rex got the yeah. biggest glow up I think I may have ever seen. <laughs> I think they knew oh it. They God, knew yeah. they needed to glow up Rex. <laughs> so. Rex hot, man. Like, he just about? got the biggest glow up ever. <laughs> started with Chatosaurus Rex over here. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah Chatosaurus Rex. It's so good. Giga Chad Rex, I've also seen. <laughs> Actually, uh, in, in Love Hughes $5 Super Chat, thank you very much. Oh, no, I'm late. Giga Chad Rex, SOS is probably already my, uh, Sea of Stars is probably already my game of the year. I'm excited for Wanted Dead next week. Hope you all are doing well. Well, thank you very much, Love Hugh. We hope you're doing well as well. Um, the one other thing I want to mention before we move on, uh, of course, yeah, we have to talk about Zelda, right? And uh, this oh, actually man. ties in with another super chat we got, Juan the Hylian, now with $9.99. Thank you very much. Hey, guys, what are your thoughts on people saying Tears of the Kingdom isn't worth a purchase and it's just, quote-unquote, more Breath of the Wild? Do you think that sequels need to play slash look different to warrant it? No, uh, so to answer your question, I've not heard this. <laughs> so actually, if you go into the thread on Resetera, it was incredibly negative. Oh, People were like, really? oh, this just looks like DLC. Oh, it really doesn't look that impressive. And oh, yeah. first of all, no, I don't think that sequels need what to play or look different. I, th I mean, I'm a Mega Man fan. <laughs> that is the definition of iterative sequels, and I love them. Um, 
I will say though, and, and Tears of the Kingdom is a day one buy for me, no matter what, obviously. But but I will say that while I was caught up in the hype while we were reacting to the direct, when I went back and watched the trailer a few more times, I don't think it's actually a particularly strong trailer. I don't think the game's going to be I, anything other than awesome. Oh, no, I agree with clear. that. I think that's the thing. None of the trailers so far, other than maybe the first one, are that hype. Like, there's some cool, there's some mm -hmm. cool elements to it, but... And I, everybody knows they're going to get it, but it's also one of those things where we haven't quite seen that real right hook. Like we got and I think that's still coming and whatnot. And it's weird yeah. to say, but like, we see that kind of stuff and we see it being in the sky, but we're like, we don't have that hook, but we don't, there's so many questions people have that we don't know. And do we go in blind and just enjoy it? Or yeah. like, what do we do? I don't know. Right. I I personally yeah, really like having these, like that oh, trailer like with Breath of the Wild that everyone always talks about. Yeah, it really brought in people like wanting to know more, wanting to to just play the game. But as far as like ones that are kind of um, very much alike their predecessor, I mean, Majora's Mask is one of my favorite games flat out, and that is, it looks just like Ocarina of Time. But the thing, and it's it's shorter. It's arguably a shorter, smaller mm -hmm. game than Ocarina of Time. But what they it's what they did with it. It's what they it's it's the, the theming they did with it. It's everything that is uh, expounded upon from the original that I think was worth looking into. And it, as far as what we've seen in story elements, there is it is quite dark. It's looking a lot darker than what we had in Breath of the Wild. Um they're it probably it feels like they're just intentionally not showing us everything that we want to know so that it we does. Because it, it's it's mm -hmm. Breath yeah. of the Wild. People are they know that people are gonna just play this game regardless, and so I wonder if they're playing that into their game or if they just—I don't know. It, it's hard to say at this point because we're just months away at this point. We're less than a hundred days now, and and I don't even know what us what gameplay looks like technically. <laughs> we're we're totally having a dedicated direct. I think so. That they're mm -hmm. playing things super close to their chest with this one, and I I do absolutely believe that that big aha moment is coming. That trailer that shows the big twist or the big new mechanic or several new mechanics but steve you have been conspicuously quiet my friend and we're talking about zelda one of your favorite franchises well, of all time so i want to get your thoughts <laughs> have have your thoughts at all changed uh in the in this couple days since we saw the the tra trailer for the first time all right so for those of you watching these three guys can't hear me uh, but i'm gonna let them know that they I mean, can't hear me He's oh. not in this room with us right I now. Didn't yeah, the... <laughs> I didn't see. Sorry, I've been on other tabs. I've been he's, on other he's tabs. Not in the, he's not in the room with us, but he is on screen Okay. Yeah, I've been on other tabs trying to keep track of Super Chats and stuff. I'm so sorry. Well, we'll have to ask uh, Steve about his Zelda opinions oh. when he gets back. I'm not sure Vidinja, what happened to It him. says Vidinja crashed, and they can, they can hear. But they can hear us. It, we just can't hear him at the moment. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so. Well, I, and I guess they, just... and they can hear him. So, okay. Um, type like, when you're done happening? talking. We're gonna shut up. You give your Zelda opinion, Steve. Type when you're ready to go. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. So we're doing this real analog. These guys can't hear me. Fortunately, y'all can see and hear me. So, anyway, uh, my opinion hasn't really changed, and I I wish these guys could hear me. I could say anything. Anyway. So Zelda hasn't really, uh, like the trailers have not been great, but there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. There's clearly like a machine building mechanic. You see Link on like a writable thing, uh, two different writable things. One's like on the ground, one's in the sky. And they kind of allude to the fact that he built those vehicles. Uh, then there's the fact that his arm gets burnt up. You see it in part of the trailer. The Master Sword is prominently featured as being burnt up. 
Ganon's malice looks a lot like Demise's scales. Like, there's a lot. I'm not going to, like, make these guys sit and just pretend to hear me. But uh, overall, I'm I'm extremely positive on Zelda. I'm going to throw it back to these guys. All right. Steve just said he's done. Uh, hopefully that will make things weird when I prep the audio version later. Hopefully it's all coming through. I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, we'll have to figure out figure that out. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. Sorry about the uh, the awkwardness, folks. But uh, I am looking forward to getting Steve's thoughts myself later on after the show. Uh, yeah. Well, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of our direct speculation, not speculation, discussion. Uh, there, of course, is more that we could talk about, but uh, you know, we only have so much time. Uh, one other thing I wanted to bring up to you guys, just a little bit of news, just one piece, really. Uh, it, we got a Sonic Origins Plus rating coming out of Korea. And I wanted to speculate about that very quickly. Uh, obviously, we got Sonic Mania Plus added two new characters, uh, the, the the new mode, the, you know, the new remix mode. Uh, what would you like to see in a plus addition to Sonic Origins? Anything you guys can think of off the uh, top of your head? If we're going to add new characters, playable Amy. That would be, yeah, definitely to the classic games. I agree. Ooh. Playable Amy. I'd like to see the 8-bit games added, the Master System slash 8-bit games like uh, Sonic 1, 2, Chaos, Triple Trouble. Uh, I think that would be cool. Knuckles so, Chaotix, Joanne. That's, that makes sense. Knuckles, Knuckles Chaotix. Hell yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just curious to see what they'll actually be adding to it. Um, who knows? But probably along the lines of the 8-bit games. I, I would be surprised if they added a, pl- a new playable character, but Maybe not. I mean, they did add Tails and Knuckles uh, into you know to Sonic One and Two, or sorry, Knuckles to Sonic One, uh, and Tails to Sonic One, and then Knuckles to Sonic Two. Uh, so we'll see. You know, I'm not quite sure. Oh, and, yeah, Eternal Darkness above the blue sky in our YouTube chat. Tails is adventure. Please add that. I love that little game. It's it's and it's not very highly played. So I mean, we talked about. I, I would definitely love to do that. Um, I, I assume probably we're not going to keep pausing for no. Steve's. I'm not sure. Should we? He's shaking his head. He's on screen right now for us all. If you okay, okay. But I don't don't know if we can hear him at all. So yeah, I can. You guys can. You guys still not hear me? Really? Uh, All right. Well then, uh, let's go ahead and read out a few more super chats, and then I will move us on to the patron topics for the week. Uh, First up, we've got a thousand yen from Shiny Turkey. Thank you very much. Got to visit Super Nintendo World yesterday, and the child in me couldn't quite believe it. Here's hoping we can do a GBG meetup there someday. Hell yes, oh, I would yes. love that. And in fact, I'm going to the Hollywood version of Super Nintendo World tomorrow. I was able to get in on the very last day of the Ooh. pre the preview pass holder event thing. So my wife and I are going tomorrow, and I'll be sure to tweet all about how cool it is. Sorry, when you first said that, I'm like, um, hmm? I, I when you said pass holder, I heard asshole. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, oh. Ash, I mean. I Definitely mean, not. God yeah. damn. It's not unfair that you get to go I and I don't, but I'm not going to call you that. Oh my God. <laughs> Definitely so harsh on yourself. pass holder oh is what I said for sure. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Shiny Turkey. Uh, next up is $5 from Master of Hamsters. Thank you very much. I was in, I was going to go to a pre-release event for the new Digimon set tomorrow, but they pushed it today and I pushed it to today and I had to miss it. At least I still have GBG. Well, we're happy to be here for you. Sorry you had to miss the event. But, uh, you know, we're, we're not Digimon, but we, we try our best. So we hope you're uh, enjoying your time with us today. Uh, next up is it's Hobo Joe with $5. Thank you very much. Uh, so this is for the Prime discussion, but we're reading it now. What do you think the chances are of us getting Prime 2 and 3 on Switch? Would they even be remastered or just ports? 
I think we'll see them personally. I don't know. What do you guys we'll see think? them? I don't know if they'll, I, it depends on how much time it took to make this the the prime remastered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, I imagine the core of that team wants to get on Metroid Prime Four. Uh, and, and I don't know how much. Yeah, it depends how much time they put into Echoes and Corruption because the original definitely took some time to, to right. make. Uh, with, with as as ambitious as a remake as that is, a remaster as that is. But uh, I would like to see them. I don't think Echoes gets enough of a fair chance when compared to the other two in the series. It has so a rough start, nice. but once you get into the flow, it's not too bad. It's definitely the hardest of the three. It, mm-hmm. It's the one that pushes back against the player the most. But I agree. It's. It is my least favorite of the three, yeah, but it is under for sure. And I think they're going to come. I personally, I do. Uh, next up, uh, Mr. Dwayne, 191 with $1.99. Thank you very much. Mother 3 for the Game Boy Advance NSO. We did talk about this earlier. Uh, I think the conclusion we came to is that oh. to the Japanese service, probably, eventually. But in the Western service, I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, next up, $5 from Dr. Wolfstar. Thank you very much. Video game morals everyone should learn. If there are enemies in your path trying to stop you, then you are in the right path. Just keep going. Yep, always no. always move right. Keep going right. Yep, definitely. Uh, next up is uh, Blindman V2 again with five more dollars. Thank you very much. Would any of you want to play a tabletop role-playing game together as a side series? Um, I always want to play stuff with these fine, fine folks right here with me, but personally i'm not into tabletop games it's just not my thing yeah same i've tried dnd it just never really clicked with me i did get yeah. a chance i went to a, a friend of a friend's house once and they were playing um warhammer uh which is mm. you know, the figurines and whatnot and you line up shots with like uh rulers and whatnot and it was like this is basically just a, a, a tactics game <laughs> right <laughs> you know, on, on the table that's pretty cool but that's also a really expensive hobby. So right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. The most yeah. likely any kind of tabletop board game content we get is probably going to be from Brandon. So yeah, right. yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Next up is Ryan with four dollars and ninety nine cents. Thank you very much. Think the Sonic Advance games and Sonic Battle come to NS. Oh no, that was the one you read out. Yeah, I, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. Yes, thank you again, Ryan. Next up is Vedron with two dollars. Put Astro Boy Omega Factor on. Said that one too. Did you say that one? Okay, that one I don't remember you saying. Okay, my bad. And calling it. Cool. Uh, next up is two pounds from Alan Wilkinson. Thank you. Is that Matt Mercer's Tears of the Kingdom Ganondorf? Uh, a lot of people think so. We think so. Yeah, we're not like quite sure. Yeah. His deeper tone. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then finally, last super chat for now. Uh, Tinker with two dollars. Thank you, Tinker. Damn, Steve, you really think that about Ash? Apparently, Steve's been talking and talking <laughs> oh, no. smack about us. We can't hear him, so I don't know. Uh, no, I'm sure. I'm sure he he loves all of us dearly. So I don't. I don't believe the lies. I don't believe them. Uh, okay, let's uh, move on to our patron topics now. Don't worry, I will, of course, read out the rest of the Super Chats at the end of the show. Uh, as a reminder, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash gvgaming. Uh, you can join us for just $1 a month, which gets you into our Discord server. But uh, for $10 a month, you can join our producer tier, which, among other things, allows you to suggest topics for us to discuss on the show each week, like we are about to do now. And Daniel, since you have been gone for a little, little while from the show, let's start with you, my friend. Oh, for sure. Uh, let's take a look here. So for this week, mine comes from Moon Knight asking, let me roll this over here. So with Tears of the Kingdom Special Edition announced, do you think some editions aren't worth the price? Should they include something more significant? Asking because 130 US dollars seems a lot for what they offer, uh, even if it could uh, go up in price later on because of scalpers. But I never thought of buying special editions to resell them. Recently bought the uh, 
the John Neuer? I don't, I don't know if that's a specific one. I'm not sure how you say the, like, the I don't know how you yeah. say that. The yeah. special yeah. edition of God of War. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Special, special edition of God of War Ragnarok, Ragnarok for 300 but that includes stuff like vinyls, dice figures, Mjolnir, maps, the steelbook, etc. Um, so looking at the special edition for Tears of the Kingdom, I, I don't know. I wasn't that like impressed overall no. for what they have on there. Um, I don't know. It's not. It really depends how how attached you are to a series and how much you think that is that that is worth it to yourself. Um, I love Zelda. Like it's one of my favorite series. And I, I didn't even get the, the pricier edition of the uh, Breath of the Wild one. I just got the one that had, like, the case and uh, the game itself. Uh, I didn't get the one with the Master Sword included with it. And I didn't feel like I was missing out. So, I um, I don't know. I'm I, It really depends what you feel is worth it. I have the Xenoblade 3 special edition. I, you saw me uh, unbox the Divine Edition. I felt like that was worth the, uh, the, the quality of the contents that it had. But not everyone will think that way. Um, but but do you guys find yourselves buying a lot of special editions? Yeah, there you are. I, I, I <laughs> nice. don't uh, get special editions a lot, but uh, I thought this was cool. Honestly, the base is really uh, heavy, nice quality. Sword is a bit wobbly. Uh, you know, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not like the best, but uh, uh, as far as that's concerned, but it still looks nice, and I uh, really like this thing. But as they were saying, nothing about Tears of the Kingdom attracted me. And I still yeah. use the Switch case as my go-to Switch case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably not going to get that special edition. I get it on occasion, like I got Xenoblade 3. But for the most part, it's just for those games I really, really like. Mm -hmm. And how money is it at the time? So I, uh, I used to buy a lot more special editions or collector's editions than I do now, just because they... They're, they contribute to a lot of clutter as much as I like them, but I do love this. What Steve is showing us here. Hell yes. Uh, oh my so I did get the, the special edition of breath of the wild, the one that came with the switch case, not the master sword, but the switch case. And uh, so I do definitely, Oh, you got the Japanese one too. Oh my God. Nice. I love have it. To let him explain this once you're done talking Ash. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well then I'm going to, I'm going to give the mic to Steve and, uh, and let him. Ex and, he got three versions of the special editions. My listen, God. All right. Steve, talk, Steve. talk us through up. getting all these special editions, Steve. All right. <laughs> these guys can't hear me. I can say anything. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, I bought, like, every possible version of Breath of the Wild that I could. I also have a standard physical copy because I'm just such a punk mark for this series. So, like, I have the Japanese special edition, which I think has the Master Sword in it. I don't know. I haven't opened it. Uh, I have the this one. Because I found this one at GameStop. This was, like, available at GameStop when the game came out. And I had a review copy already, so I didn't need any of these. And then somebody sold me the uh, Master Edition on eBay along, like, right around the time it came out. Because that was the one that I couldn't pre-order. And I missed out on the European version of Majora's Mask. So since then, I vowed just any Zelda Special Edition, I'm, I'm going to pick it up. That's it. <laughs> Nice, nice. Okay, I, so I, I uh, put the volume up on our stream while he was talking, but I'm keeping it off for the rest of the time so I don't hear myself and it, because it would throw me off. But uh, yeah, as, as far as me and collector's editions, I think some are worth it. I don't think the Tears of the Kingdom one is for the price. I agree, uh, but I really wanted that Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster Anniversary Edition or whatever the hell they oh, called yeah. it. I wanted that. Couldn't get it. It sold out too quickly. 
Um, but yeah, there are other other limited editions that I just don't think are worth for the price. For example, I love TMNT. I really wanted that Calabunga collection limited edition, but for what they were asking, the asking price for what you get, I'm like, I just want the art book. I don't need like little cards and stuff. Just give me the art book. Mm -hmm. I wish there was like a middle ground where it was a little more expensive just for the art book, but not all the other things that I don't need. So mm -hmm. definitely, I think it's a, it's a case by case basis. Um, you know, sometimes it's worth it. It also depends on how big a fan you are of something, but certainly it isn't no. always worth it. So maybe so, that's yeah. what we need instead of manuals. Just put mini art books in case, in physical editions. That would be nice. I mean, they used to do that uh, yeah. for for a little bit at least. I still remember yeah. the uh, was it Final Fantasy? I remember Lunar. Like the mini art. Lunar. Lunar had some fantastic yeah. special editions. I think Final Fantasy Nine also had a mini art book randomly. I think I remember that from GameStop or something. I think I still have it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, cool. Well, thank you for that topic, Moon Knight. Uh, Derek, you are up next, man. All right. Mine comes from uh, Spicy Pandotter. Says, do you think that Nintendo Switch Online has more value than, than the virtual console? It has a decent amount of systems now, and the DLC from the expansion pack is great if you haven't bought it. One thing I found preferable to NSO over a virtual console is that it gets me to try games I wouldn't have bought individually since it's all part of an ongoing collection. Only thing that holds NSO back is that third parties make their own collections and not as many systems as virtual console had. What other systems would you like to see added? I'd like to see Sega Saturn if only for nights on the go, which is honestly great. And that's, I think that's the big thing is that it sucked at first because we were getting drip fed, drip, drip fed the same games again. But I think NSO has proven itself to be night have a nice variety, and as Spicy mentions, I'm more likely to try the weird stuff now. It's like, oh, this game just came out. Do I want to spend ten bucks on it? Maybe not. And I think this kind of works out from that idea. And now, as somebody that has um, kids, uh, dear God, and as I know Steve will agree with this, that expansion pass and then being able to have DLC for the entire people on your on your group. God, that helps. Uh, yes, I was very does. sad that the Splatoon Three expansion pass is not on there because I know she's—I know Amy's daughter's going to want it. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, I, I think I honestly have come over to NSO at this point. Uh, I'd love to see it expanded to what Virtual Console had. It has still has a way to go, but I think overall it is definitely um, getting better. As far as other systems. Sega Saturn, yes, I think that'd be really cool. Turbo Graphics, I think, makes a lot of sense. Um, trying to think of other systems that would kind of work for it. Um, I'm not going to say GameCube or Dreamcast yet. I, I don't think that'll happen anytime soon. We'll, st we'll just stick with Saturn and Turbo Graphics, and that's a pretty good lineup. But what about you guys? Well, I can certainly piggyback off the Saturn recommendation. Y'all know uh, the Sega Saturn is one of my favorite lost consoles of all time, and there are so many games I'd love to see brought back into a Sega Saturn NSO service uh, for sure. So that would honestly be my pick as well. Um, if, if not GameCube, then Saturn would definitely be my pick. Uh, will it ever happen? Absolutely not. But hey, it's fun to dream, right? Uh, as for which I which model I prefer, I'm of two minds on that. On one hand, I like that you can buy and own uh, the games you know that you want with the virtual console model. On the other hand, I really have appreciated being able to play such a wide variety of games that I, some of them I've never tried before, and I might not want to drop the money on it if I don't know I'm going to like them. So there have been a lot of games that have come to these services, mainly the NES, SNES, and sort of the Genesis services that I hadn't played, and, and I probably would not have 
in a virtual console style model, but you don't really own them either. So I definitely get everyone out there who's saying, especially in our YouTube chat, who's saying virtual console is better because you own what you buy. I get that. But on the other hand, I don't mind. I've, I've kind of warmed up to this model, the NSO model of, of having a wider selection of games as part of, as part of a subscription. So I could see the, the pros and cons both ways. And I appreciate both for their own reasons. But like you, Derek, um, I, I can't say I really miss Virtual Console all that much. And I'm more or less okay with the way things are right now with NSO. And I'm loving the wider and wider variety of games we're, uh, games and systems we're now getting. So, yeah, I, I can go both ways. But I'm okay with the subscription-based model that we're going with right now. What about you, Daniel? Virtual boy with Labo VR kind of yes, Hell yes. yes. We this <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's the only reason why we're gonna have Labo VR still be relevant in this day and age. Um, no, yeah, you pretty much named the ones that I want to see. There's some really great games on the Triple Graphics that I would love to play. Um, I have some of my favorite Bomberman games on there, and that'd be amazing to play with. Oh, oh Turbo Graphics, yes. Bomberman. Yeah, oh, yes. we need some Bomberman on the on this console. Whether it's gonna be Bomberman '64 or or um, the, the actual like you know like Bomberman '93, '94, that was on Turbo Graphics. I love that one to death. Right. Um, but yeah, I I prefer the structure that we have right now. It feels like it's a bit more. Uh, um, I, I know we can't really choose, pick and choose what games we want to have on there, which ones we download. But I enjoy the ones that we've been uh, having access to because yeah, there's a lot there. I wouldn't have thought of playing. What was it? Gargoyles Quest on Game Boy? I would have never right. thought of that in a million years. I never would, would have thought Alone in the Dark would come to the <laughs> Game Boy. Right? That was yeah. such a swerve. It's the weird ones that I that are really fun to dig into and, and to be like, oh, wow. They, they specifically chose this to be on this console along with Mario and Zelda and all these other titles. So, um, yeah, bring on, bring on the weird decisions. Bring on the weird ones because... Because it's fun to expose yourself to these games that you otherwise would have never played, um, but yeah, the, I don't know. <laughs> the uh, the model is it's just been more comfortable with this model. I think um, sure. buying them over and over every generation has been a bit tiring <laughs> at this point. It's like the Wii era. Yeah, totally hear you. And somebody mentioned um, in our YouTube chat how it would just be nice if they don't reset the catalog with each subsequent piece of hardware that we can right. just yeah. keep going please don't with, do yeah. that for the next yeah. system yeah exactly oh, uh, it was uh, duck lizard who said that yeah i totally yeah. agree duck lizard. And I, i've also seen people say just give the option to buy it if you want it like play right. it and if you want to keep it there's an option to buy it for for good right um, that'd be uh, nice but let's shut up so Steve can say something real quick. Yeah, I was gonna say whatever Steve. he says, I agree completely. Yes. <laughs> whatever I say. Um, so thank you, gentlemen. Um, for me, and I know Derek said he wouldn't say Dreamcast or GameCube. And I, I would say it's too early for GameCube because Nintendo is actively remastering a lot of GameCube games. But I would say Dreamcast uh, would be the one I would expect if we're getting another Sega console. I think Master System is too niche and Dreamcast is just well-loved enough and Saturn is too hard to emulate. Uh, it's been proven that the Saturn is just a really difficult machine to emulate. There's still not great emulators yeah. out there even now. Uh, so I, I would think Dreamcast games, there's a lot of love for like Choo Choo Rocket, Crazy Taxi. A lot of those games have online infrastructures that have long been dead that would be easy enough to get working again. And there's a shit ton of uh, local multiplayer Dreamcast games. So Dreamcast, that's my answer. Back to you guys. Nice. Well, that is a, that is a good answer indeed. And uh, or as uh, Raph would say, good answer. 
Good answer. Um, yeah, so that brings us to the end of that topic. Thank you very much for that spicy pandata or spicy atanda, as you are now known. Uh, all right, well, Steve, I'm, I'm handing the mic, the, the, the floor right back to you, man. What's your topic for this week? All right, so my topic comes courtesy of Jason Uloa, who writes, we just saw the return of dormant IPs such as Baten Kaitos, or is it Baten Kaitos? I don't know, but the Kaitos game. How is he <laughs> and I'm not Ghost sure. Tri- yeah, is it yeah. Baten or Baten? I don't know. I never played it, so... Either way, and Ghost Trick return in the last direct. What other long dormant IPs do you want to see make a triumphant return, especially in glorious HD? And I've got one because we've talked so much at length on GVG cast about Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. And the only reason we're talking about it is because Sega hasn't made mm. a new Jet Set Radio since like 2001. So please, Sega. Bring back Jet Set Radio. I have a beat figure somewhere around here. I'm not going to make a third run away from the show to find random shit around my house, but uh, we need Jet Set Radio back. Uh, please, I'll, I'll I'll pay a high price. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy it at a high price. Uh, I mean, you know, mine's not going to be surprising. I I say this all the time. Ridge Racer. I want. I mean, we've had Ridge Racer in HD, I, but we don't have it in 4K. And I would love to see Ridge Racer make a grand return. I, arcade racers are one of my favorite genres. And while there are other arcade racers out there, a lot of very good ones, none of them quite hit the same for me as Ridge Racer, especially Ridge Racer 6. I spent endless nights on Xbox Live playing Ridge Racer 6 with people. And I just love and, and I'm 100%ing the campaign. Uh, Ridge Racer just hits for me differently. And uh, Bandai Namco seemed to have forgotten that it. it existed that it ever existed so uh ridge racer for me i would have said clonoa before but that's happened they actually did remember clonoa as a thing so hopefully they'll do the same for ridge racer someday and and steve did ask me just now in our crew channel uh no Mega Man legends 3 yeah i mean i'm trying to remain <laughs> slightly realistic here obviously i would like more than anything yes Mega Man legends to come back with a with one and two remastered misadventures of tron bond remastered and then you know the ultimate dream legends three but i just don't think it's gonna happen but i feel like maybe we could get a ridge racer collection someday maybe since bandai namco seem to be down to remaster and re-release some of their older ips right now so fingers crossed but yes the ultimate answer if i thought it was possible would be Mega Man legends definitely yeah nice uh you go daniel um let's see well I feel like I've exhausted exhausted myself in saying F Zero because I just want to see and a new F Zero in some capacity. Please, <laughs> Sakurai, help us. Yeah. Um, uh, but another another one I really want to see because they've been bringing back older IPs, kind of just off the random, like games like uh, I always love seeing these random ones like the uh, Famicom Detective Club. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I mentioned this probably before to you guys at some point, but the Mysterious Murasami Castle, mm-hmm. I want to see that brought back in some shape or form. I think there's a lot they can do with that. They tease with that series a whole bunch with other games, whether it's Smash or Captain Rainbow or a whole campaign in Dynasty Warriors that was dedicated to Takamaru. But I would love to see something like that happen and, and what they could do with that in HD because it's essentially a Zelda game way back then. It could be a, a top-down 2D thing. It could be It could adapt to a more 3D space. Who knows? Uh, I think there's a lot they can do with that game, and it's an IP that's just just dormant and ready for for something to happen with it, you know. Yeah, kind of yeah. like Star Tropics. That's mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of exists in that same that's weird true. area as uh, Murasame Castle as well. What about you, Derek? Uh, I'd have to go Ape Escape. 
I'd love to see Ape Escape return. Uh, those games are just so fun, and I, I to see them, you know, HDified, bring back the first three, make a fourth one in the same vein as like our crashes, our Spyros, what have you. I think that'd be a lot of fun to see. I really do enjoy the Ape Escape games. Although I saw another really great suggestion in the uh, YouTube chat, uh, Beautiful Joe. Beautiful Joe would oh, be another yeah. really good looking. Uh, HD if I yummy yeah yeah um also this just came to mind while I was talking about Ridge Racer Xenosaga would love to see the Xenosaga trilogy Uh, come back that would be really nice it's amazing to me that Matt Kaido's got the remaster before Xenosaga I know I know all series yeah yeah well thank you for that topic Jason really uh, very much appreciate that and then uh on to my topic my topic for the week comes from Jung Ant thank you very much uh, now that we've got confirmation of there being more characters in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which one would you like to see added or returning? Mine is definitely Rob. And so, yeah, I did hint at this earlier. Um, this was, I guess, included in the press release that was that Nintendo sent out post-direct, but they hinted at more characters being released in the future waves of the Mario Kart DLC. So it's not just going to be Birdo. And uh, we were actually talking about this in our crew chat last night, and so I was like, oh, this is a perfect chance to get it out there here on the show. It still irks me so much to this day that Dixie Kong got into Mario Kart via the mobile game before she got into Smash. So the way they can partially fix this is by bringing Dixie Kong into Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. She's, in terms of the characters that have actually been in a Mario Kart game, the one that I would like to see the most. Uh, In terms of ones that haven't, I've said it before, I'll say it again, Kirby. Kirby in Mario Kart would be the dream for me. But Dixie Kong is in Mario Kart Tour. Put her in 8 Deluxe, please. That is, that's what I would like to see most. What about you guys? Hmm. I mean, Dixie is up there for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense to get Pauline in there. Oh, going, definitely. If we're going, yeah. if we're going new characters, mm-hmm. I think is the big thing. If they, I'm not sure if they're only doing returning characters or new characters, but... As far as returning characters, um, Diddy and I think Funky. Funky's just kind of a cultural point of the Mario Kart Wii at this point. Yeah, kind of needs to come back. Just bring the whole Kong family. Diddy, Dixie, Funky. Just bring them all. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah yeah, with um, Funky. Funky. We were all choosing different Kongs in our own chat. I was like, yeah, Funky Kong would be the one I would choose because we're like Diddy's not there either. We're like, (laughs) where are these guys? Yeah. Um, Yeah. For a new character, I'd love it if like. So you have you have Samus, right? Um, <clears throat> she's in her various suit when doing using a cart, but she'd be in the zero suit on a bicycle. Oh, so, oh cool. there'd be like cool. a specific. I, cool. I love it. There'd be like a, a, a her gunship, but she does a, but designed as a bike. I think that would look raw as heck. <laughs> yeah, that would be really damn cool. I love that idea. Yeah, it uh, looks like Steve is back in Video Ninja with us. Maybe. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear Oh my you god, now. we can hear him. I figured it out. It's Chrome of all things. Oh, Chrome like, oh. is the problem. Okay. Yeah. Oh, damn it, Google. So, uh, yeah. I've got I've got one for this. I've got a okay. Mario Kart character for this now that y'all can hear me. This was my moment. I can't say bad things anymore. Sorry guys. <laughs> anyway, um Foreman Spike. It would be oh, our yeah. Mario movie tie-in cuz isn't he in the movie? He is. Yeah, yeah, as far as we know, yeah. Movie, supposedly. So add him to to uh, Mario Kart. Give me like a... I like obscure off-the-wall characters from Mario history. So mm-hmm. I'd like to see somebody that we haven't seen in anything in a long time. Wart. In that case, DK Jr. DK Jr. Yeah. 
I'd be good with either of those. Um, I was going to mention somebody. I can't remember who it was. But, oh, yeah, you were saying Pauline. It still is so weird to me that Pauline was not a character in Mario Party Superstars or that that game didn't get DLC in general. That still just baffles me. It's so weird. It seems like such a mm. slam dunk. But Yeah, there's... They're still kind of sidelining her. Like she was DLC for Strikers as well. She didn't. She wasn't with the base game. And right, people said not really. People weren't really playing the game at that point, anyways. So mm-hmm. where is she? <laughs> yeah, a, 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 another big miss as far as Mario characters that have not appeared yet, and that was mentioned in our um, live audience chat. Uh, Egad, Egad needs. Oh help. yeah, Egad mm. really does deserve a little bit more exposure. He's such an, a, a unique character. Yeah. He, he's really underutilized. I agree. Yeah, that'd be really nice. Uh, but no more babies. No more. I don't need any baby versions of characters. I just asked for DK Jr. That was a baby. DK Jr. is oh, different. No. no, no, no. He's okay. He's okay. I just don't need baby Pauline or anything. That You know, just, let's, I'm DK Jr. He gets a pass. He's fine. It's time for teens. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for that topic. That was a young aunt. Really appreciate that. And uh, that does bring us to the end of our patron topics for this week. Thank you very much. Once again, patreon.com slash GV gaming. In the meantime, we do have quite a few more super chats. You all are so okay. We're going to, we're going to rapid fire these because we got to go to our, our patron inclusive post show. First off, lizard 81, 288 with $5. Thank you. With tears of the kingdom being $70, the vouchers seem the way to go. Uh, with Tears of the Kingdom as one, which other game would you use your voucher on or would you save it for later? Um, I would probably... Well, no, I'd, I'd, I'd probably save it for later. I don't think there's... Uh, I'm waiting for the physical for Metroid Prime Remastered. I don't have a lot of latent interest in Fire Emblem Engage, so I'd probably save it for later. Uh, I've not really looked at the voucher system, but I did learn today that Target's having a buy one, get one, get one half mm-hmm. off deal on uh, pre-orders. So oh, nice. snap up Tears of the Kingdom and Pikmin 4 and bam. You know what? Actually, Pikmin 4, as Joe N just mentioned, I, I, that's probably what I'd use my other one on because I actually do want to play that. I was going to say, I'm terrified of the vouchers uh, because NOA did such a terrible job with them the last go around that mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. I Like I said, I keep saying it and I'll continue to say it is that we're in the last year of the Switch's life and I don't think vouchers are going to be a thing whenever the next console launches. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, Blizzard. Uh, next up is Bongo Lover with two Canadian dollars. Thank you. Steve's talking crap. He said no Danimals for you. For, for who? For me? For me or for which one of us? This is going to be Ouch. such a confusing show for people to go back and listen to. It really is. Yeah. I don't know how the podcast version is going to work. I'll try to make it happen, but but no. Oh, no. no the, audio, the audio out of YouTube was fine the whole time. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. I figured it would be okay. okay. It's just going to be confusing. Yeah. Yeah, because people are attributing quotes to mouth. me. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. <laughs> No animals for me, Steve. That hurts, man. Uh, next up uh, is Rolando Feliciano with $5. Thank you, Rolando. Ash, you might agree with me, but since it won't be on Battle Network Collection, maybe we, we can get Battleship Challenge on GBA NSO. Yes, maybe we can, but if we didn't, nothing of value would be lost. Battleship Challenge sucks. Like, straight up. It's, it's a bad game. The soundtrack hits. The soundtrack slaps. The rest of it, throw it out. Don't need it. Give us our network. Give us our HD remake of Network Transmission. I'd rather have that because that game is genuinely underappreciated. It's weird, but it's underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, for, uh, Rolando. Next up is Claxon with four dollars ninety nine cents. Maybe we should get Steve's picked Patreon question during oh during the post show after you figure out the tech issues. No, we're good. We no, figured we it got out. It. We we got it. 
Thank you. Alex Martinez with $5. Thank you so much. What are games y'all would want to make a comeback? Wish for Fossil Fighters to make a comeback, but not sure how it would work on Switch. We did kind of just answer this during our patron topics. Like I said, Ridge Racer, Mega Man Legends, yeah. Jet Set Radio, mm-hmm. Ape Escape, yeah. all yeah, that. Exactly. Uh, Lizard81288 is back with 10 more dollars. Thank you. Conspiracy theory time. Zelda is 70 bucks, so the better option is to buy the vouchers. However, in order to get a voucher, you need to be a member of NSO. Perhaps Nintendo did this to boost NSO subscriptions. I think uh, people also just pointed out the vouchers digital only, and I don't know if I want to get digital Zelda. I want to get I, physical Zelda. I don't either. That's the thing is I would use it on Zelda, but I, that's one of those games I want physically for sure. Yeah. Uh, our good friend RecBCQ is back with two more dollars. Thank you. What would come with a GVG special edition? A bathtub, naturally. You just get a whole bathtub. <laughs> a whole tub. A whole tub and some chicken. And some chicken. Oh, yep. God. And and some coffee. You got you to have coffee. And a hairband. You know that fish with a cigarette sticking out of his mouth and a turkey? Now I'm just imagining. Replace the fish head with Steve's head. And there we go. There you <laughs> go. Image that came to my mind. <laughs> Uh, Boltmouth says, imagine Mega Man and base GBA version on NSO. That'd be fine, but I'm still holding out hope that maybe we'll get it on the Super Famicom service. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Uh, next up, Love Hugh with $5. Thank you very much. Again, I only get special editions with CDs. My car only has a CD player and no auxiliary or Bluetooth. Like, uh, like Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and the Wanted Death special editions. Fair enough. I totally understand that. Uh, Disney Duncan with $1.99. Thank you very much. Just a thumbs up. We'll Thumbs up to you, you as well, Duncan. Thank you. Uh, next up, Owen Minning with 10 Canadian dollars. Thank you. Hey, GVG crew. Been watching y'all for years. Finally able to show, show my support. Was wondering if you guys know of the Drawn to Life series and enjoy it. I feel like it's super underrated not talked about. Well, thank you so much for the kind words and for sticking with us for so long. Yeah. I've heard of Drawn to Life, certainly, but I have not played it myself. You guys? Uh, I, I have not played it. I had to I look it up to remember. It. Yeah, that's different okay. from the one where you can just type in any word and it will. Yeah, you're right. thinking you're thinking scribble knots, which is what I was thinking that, of too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've not played drawn enough. I've heard decent things, but I've never right. played it. Same. All right. Well, thank you very much, Owen. And finally, our last super chat of the day, I think. Uh, Shadow Moape with two dollars. Thank you very much. You want obscure? Give us Big Bertha from Super Mario <laughs> Brothers 1993. I'll that is it. obscure. I'll take it. Yep, that is definitely obscure for sure. Uh, wow, thank you so much for all those super chats. Y'all are so incredibly kind and generous. But we do have to get to our patron exclusive post show. So that is the end of episode 44 of the GVG cast. Thank you all so much. We love y'all. Uh, as always, we do have to give a special shout out to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above so for uh, helping to make this show happen and keeping the lights on because without you, we couldn't do what we do. So thank you all so, so very much. And as always, we have to give a very extra special thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those incredible, wonderful, amazing folks include Brandon Bovia, Cutie Caitlin, Fangs, Z Patty, Just Brian, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman23, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Logan Daniel, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Critter XD, Joy Content, Angel Martinez, Vedron, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Azran127, Blindman, Black King, Pagrima, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Wataniac, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Brady Power, Darchi, Becca, Killamox, Eddie B, Sean Davis, Michael McCaw, 
Matthew Wong, Goron Amber CPHT, Too Much Spaghetti, Bane 400, Askeron 809, Ryaner, Nathan Steele, Spicy Atanda, Rain and Clouds, The Game Orb, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Rosa Pardo Bowling. I'm sorry for showing my pogs, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Mega Amster, Darksteel01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Cystic Warrior29, DJ Jurassic, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Derek, Cullen, Blaystar25, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Keel, Moon Knight, Brendan Hesse, Hustlebun, Noah Fitterer, Calvin Atkinson, Brainchild, the entire state of Wisconsin, Jim Wakelin, Longboy Shiggy, Andy Mind P, Ad, Kyle the Monarch, Dad Alpha Lion, Lord Metarex, Kyle Gamer, and Barry Rookie, Salad Dinner, Blaze Collard, Eric, Turbo, DGC, Cat Evie Person 5, Lady Maxillary, Dr. Ryan, Mega Beatman True Blue Reviews, Young Ant, and last but certainly not least, Lord Clump of Studio Crazy Train. Whew, man, that is a long list and I love reading it out. Thank you all so much. Once again, patreon.com slash gvgaming. We also have a Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash officialgvg. Check out Brandon Daniel on Good Vibes Arcade multiple times per week. We also have a VODs channel for those Twitch streams. Good VODs Gaming, uh, search that on YouTube and you'll find our Twitch VODs there. That's it for us. We're out. We're going off to our post show. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Good night and good vibes. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. We meet again.